0: You are listening to the Sports Chop Shop. And now, your hosts, Adam Bailey and Ben Downey.
1: Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Sports Chop Shop. It is just wonderful to have you back to the, the podcast. It is just fantastic, as Ike would say. Uh, I'm Adam, and with me today is Ben. It's just uh, the original duo once again. How are you, Ben?
0: Uh, we're missing somebody now. I mean, it's not like we just want to do it by ourselves. I mean, Isaac's I, – I would like to talk to Isaac right now after the NBA finals and before the NBA draft. This I is agree. Where, this is where he could hit a home run. I agree. This, not, this that he is- doesn't, not that he doesn't hit home runs on a regular basis,
1: but I'm just saying he could hit another one. Like we put it on a tee for him. We, we know the talent that he possesses, but we just don't – he, he hasn't been healthy. He's like our Greg Odin.
0: He's like
1: our Greg Oden. Wow, it's he's got more, his I mean, he's got the same amount of national championship rings as he does. Oof, there it is. He could he could take us to that next level, but we just we we, we never see him on the court. We could never have him on the court. Uh, I mean, take your pick from either one of the the, the Blazers. You get Brandon Roy, Greg Oden, but just uh, we. We do miss Ike, and the reason why we are missing Ike so badly is because now we, in fact, do have a new NBA champion, of course, in the Dallas Mavericks, finishing off the Miami Heat in six games. Some people call it an unlikely win. Some people said it was a, a, a long, long time in the making for Dirk Nowinski and the Mavs. A lot of, a lot of interesting storylines with that finals, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into that in just a second. But also, we have to acknowledge the new NHL champion as well, as that has happened since our last podcast, the Bruins winning in an improbable seven games in Vancouver, 4 nothing sweep, uh, to, to win the Stanley Cup, bring it home for the first time in 39 years. And the uh, Vancouver Canucks, so close yet so far. And this is a series, by the way, that lots and lots of people were saying Vancouver was going to win handily. And if the Bruins were to win, it was supposed to be some big upset. But uh, that's why they play the Stanley Cup, as they say. The Stanley Cup is the whole pile. That was the Stanley Cup final.
0: It's technical. Because then there's yeah, but, the finals in basketball, and it's the Stanley Cup final in hockey.
1: No, it's the playoffs in basketball. They don't call it the finals all the way through the playoffs. It's the playoffs and the, the finals end, finals. No,
0: I'm, I'm saying finals. the end series. It's the finals in the NBA, and then it's the Stanley Cup final in the NHL. I'm no. glad we spent a minute on this.
1: Yes. Gonna, no. Well, no. You've, you've opened a debate, and now we have to finish it. They don't call it the Super Bowl for the entire NFL. I'm not OCC. saying that. I'm
0: saying the championship series in basketball is called the finals, right? Sure. And the championship game in hockey is known as the Stanley Cup final. Like the Stanley Cup playoffs go through... I think we're saying the same thing, but we're just trying to talk louder than one another and really waste a couple minutes.
1: No, I don't think – no, I think you're saying, like, what, the first round, second round, this is all under the heading of Stanley Cup? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call it NHL playoffs. You don't call it the World – you don't call That's what it is, Series. though. You don't call it the World Series in, in, in baseball.
0: That's Canadian. They spell <laughs> center with the R and the E flip. That's stupid. <laughs> Clearly – I mean gravy on French fries. It's disgusting.
1: <laughs> just a leaf on the on the flag. You're not you're not even trying. But uh, Rush is cool, though. Rush is cool. Ryan Reynolds is cool. If he uh. yeah, made that movie just now. <laughs> but uh, I, I think I'm just in a mood to argue with you. But uh, yeah, so congratulations to the Bruins. I have, I have a I have a good amount of Bruins fans and. Uh, they, they, they do love their hockey in Boston. Let's not get caught up in uh, in, in the Bo Sox and the Celtics. Uh, they, they do love their Bruins. But uh, the story I want to talk about that, that of course, I had my eyes glued to, was the NBA Finals uh, final, right? Is Just, that
0: no, it's the Finals.
1: Oh, finals. oh sorry. I,
0: I thought I had it mistook. Um, Let's spend three more minutes talking about this. Go.
1: All right, so <laughs> here's my opinion. In the finals, I, I think it was a great finals. And I, first of all, as I as I as I Facebooked, I said that the series. I thought after we had game five, and now we had the Mavs up three two. This is an excellent series. You had three uh, lead changes in the series. You had the Heat up one nothing. Then it gets tied. Then the Heat go up again. Then it gets tied again. And the Mavs go up. So. To me, those are always the best kinds of series—the ones where you're 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 tying and, and, and the series lead changes. And we had very exciting games. Beyond that, it, it 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 was very tight, very exciting games. The comeback in game two by the Mavs. Uh, the the I mean the show the Heat put on in game one was even pretty spectacular, and and only to be outdone by that game two, uh, comeback. Then you can you can look at uh, that that game five in Dallas those those magical three pointers that uh, Jason Terry was hitting uh, as, along I mean, with uh, Jason you, Kidd. Do
0: you, do you have a game ball to give out?
1: Uh, well, if if you are going to mention it, uh, there was a a certain player on the Mavs who used to reside uh, in Atlanta playing for my Atlanta Hawks who has made a lovely career ever since his trade to Dallas and and played. Perhaps his biggest uh, games in the finals stepped up as champions must. Jason Terry is my game ball, especially for game six, when uh, Dirk didn't have the best game, and we'll get to that in a minute.
0: Hey, so real quickly, uh, what do you think of the the Larry O'Brien tattoo on uh, Jason Terry? I mean, it be- worked. Be- before, I, I know it worked, but before but, like before before the finals, what would you think?
1: I mean, it worked. Did you think that before the finals? Honestly. We didn't know if it worked or not.
0: Oh, come on, you would have had a reaction.
1: Uh, I mean, I no. I, I if you are wondering if I kind of took it to be like boastful or what, I no. I mean, I didn't have a problem with it at all. I think it's just kind of the way he motivated. I mean, it. I, I, I think he that's just his way of setting the goal. You know how people say write down your goals every day or whatnot. He just he wants it embranded on his on his on his bicep that uh, that, that he on his uh, biceps biceps. Uh, for those of you who may not know the story, uh, before the season. Uh, Jason Terry tattooed uh, the Larry O'Brien, otherwise known as the uh, the NBA uh, championship, yeah, championship trophy, trophy. Yeah. on his uh, on his bicep, and said that if they did not win, he would remove it. And uh, I mean, I, I would say that's that's a uh, pretty pretty gutsy, considering that's really uh, gutsy. You'd that- have to find a, you'd have to look far and wide for anybody predicting the Mavs to win the title coming into this season. There was there was
0: two or three like. People that were like, watch out for the Mavs. But then they all went away, and they predicted Portland would upset the Mavs in the first round. Mm. That was like the if there is an upset, that'll be the upset.
1: You're, wait, you're saying that the media shifted their opinion? Get yeah. out of here.
0: Uh-oh. Is, is, there a, is, is there something you want to say about the media?
1: I, I will, but not now. But what, what I would really want to get to specifically is I think the two main storylines from this finals, and this is kind of my main thing I want to focus on. I think we, are are, for our two main storylines, following the ascension of one player and the fall of another, talking about the fall of LeBron James just doing a disappearing act once again in a series that he was absolutely, of course, sorely needed and resorting to being ineffective. And, you know, we saw this last year against Boston where he quit, where he... Checked out, and we all knew it. We saw this in, I mean, you could even reference the Spurs uh, when he went out Oh, four. 4 LeBron James caving is, for some reason, becoming the trend in the playoffs. And on the other side, you have Dirk Nowinski, a guy who has been... Nowinski? not Nowinski? You got Dirk Nowinski, who has been befuddled in the playoffs. First round exit after first round exit. Uh, was up 2 nothing in the finals in 5 against the Miami Heat, and uh, lost, they lost at Series 4-2. A guy who had to do a lot of soul-searching and, and kind of try and come up with the answers, who responds in this finals by having really an excellent finals. When I mean, you look at his stat line, 26 points per game. Uh, he had, with with, with with nine rebounds and uh, two assists, that's exactly what they needed from him. and that And that was... That was consistently throughout the playoffs, first round 27 points per game, second round 25, and then 32 in the conference finals. We saw him step up in ways that really, I think, define greatness with the flu, battling the flu in game four. And we all had, I think, the reminiscent memories of Jordan back in uh, 98. Well, Jordan was more sick than that. Sure, but you get my point. You understand what I'm saying. I mean, to be honest with
0: you, I mean, looking back on it, the most memorable, you know, part of that whole thing was Wade and LeBron mocking him. That I mean, that to me, in terms of the sickness, it wasn't necessarily the game that he played, which was great, by the way. It's the fact that these two arrogant superstars thought it would be cool to try and mock a superstar, another superstar. I think they tugged on Superman's cape a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'd say. I mean, I, I would say the performance is still the story, but what is what is more juiciness on top of that, but uh, it, it really is a great story with Nur because his performance is the kind of performance that we look at when we define champion and that dividing line between athletes who have won that championship and what it takes and what we see from them and the players who have it. And look, for every sport, you're always going to have those players that never won a championship that were great, that achieved greatness and... and, and not all the players that deserve "quote unquote" deserve a ring get one, but Dirk Novinsky put on the kind of performance and led his team the way a champion does. He ascended the way a champion must to to win a title, while LeBron James, inversely on the other hand, faded away, passive, and and just invisible to to the point where. You just you just wonder where his his mind is. My, my my question for you, Ben, is what is the bigger story, the ascension of Dirk Nowitzki or the fall of LeBron James in this finals?
0: It's absolutely LeBron James, and I, I really feel bad for the Dallas Mavericks winning th- you know in this particular NBA finals, in this sense. Not that you know, I, I, obviously, I will never feel bad for a team that won a championship. Congratulations to them, kudos to them, yada yada yada. But LeBron James put this pressure on himself with that WWE. Intro with him and Bosch with them coming up the stage in American Airlines Arena. Which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed during that thing, was was uh, half packed and people were still filing in because they're Miami fans on the show for the whole game. Anyways, uh, yeah, I've never seen a, a less deserving team in the finals. Like they don't deserve it; they bought it. And uh, I think ultimately the Mavs proved that te- you know a, a veteran team with veteran leadership will win against the first year team. Now, on the other hand, it is year 1. And there were a lot of people that did not pick the the Heat to even win the East. That's right. So, there's still many more years to come, and thankfully, I mean luckily for LeBron, next season, you know, was coming right around the corner. It, you know, pending lockout obviously. Uh You know, I, he has a he has many more opportunities to, you know, to to win his win his ring. I think and he's only twenty. He's only twenty six.
1: I mean, that's very true. But I, I, I'm I'm going to say this: it, it it is the bigger story, I think, with LeBron because the Heat have been the story in the NBA all season. Now, if my question is, what's a better story? I think it's certain Novinsky. What's a better story? What's a more interesting story? Quite frankly, I think it's certain Novinsky because what no- I think is what what is what. I I just disagree. I just – I mean – A better story? A story you like – well, okay, Ben. Okay. We need to consider the source right here, okay, because you're a jaded, broken ex-lover. Ask
0: any NBA
1: fan. I think there's a very, very good story with Dirk Nowinski ascending in this finals, and here's why. He is, I think, inspirational in that he is a player and a man who – while facing that immense frustration of, of, you know, failure and disappointment, takes a look in the mirror, goes out to Australia, spending time in desolate locations with, uh, you know, him and him and one other person, soul surgeon. and he doesn't fit the mold of an American superstar. He he isn't because boisterous. he's not American. Yes, exactly. But I mean that. Yeah, that explains it certainly, but. He's beloved, but he doesn't fit the mold. He he isn't your your typical NBA basketball player, and that is reflected not only in his attitude, but obviously his style of play. And you know what? When he was getting criticized for all previous eleven of his NBA seasons that he was soft, that he could that he didn't have enough. That you, you can't win a championship on on fadeaway shots when you're seven foot. We want to see dunks. We want to see you 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 attack in the basket. He didn't change his game. He didn't change his attitude. He just kept hacking away at it, as did the Mavs in general. When there was questions about Dirk, I mean, you, I mean, I'm mean, i telling you, I remember the questioning of Dirk and the Mavs coming into this season. Is the run over? Does Dirk have anything left? He changed by not changing. And I, I, I think there's something to be said about just the position. I mean, what
0: about that deal that, that brought De- Deshaun Stevenson over?
1: That turned out to be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Tyson Chandler even more so. Right. Certainly, they make little tweaks, but let's let's be honest, I mean, a, a lot of the... Oh, it's
0: it's 100% Dirk's team.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I but having, having the veterans like Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler, Sean Arian. Arian, yeah, the Matrix, I mean, you you got to love guys that have been around the league, and Deshaun Stevenson, who has gotten under LeBron's skin before many times in the play.
1: Yeah, it's uh it, it, and that's a great story too all those all those players who have not yet won a ring coming together on this team and I think that became the story of this Mavs team I think that became what was not the chip on the shoulder but but the 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 commonality of you have all these players who have had great careers and none more so perhaps than Jason Kidd on that team absolutely. all respect to dirton absolutely.
0: I mean, we remember those Nets teams that, that were all Jason, pretty much all
1: Jason Kidd. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, listen, as far as what's a better story, in my honest opinion, I think Dirk Nowinski finding success after all those years of being maligned, maligned and frustrated, and, and coming up short, I think him sticking to the formula that just got him where he has been, and the Mavs, and Mark Cuban, and Jason Terry, and blah, blah, blah. I think that is an excellent story. It's an inspirational story.
0: Uh, well, okay. Can I ask you this question?
1: You, what course, do you... you can ask any question on Sports Shop Show.
0: Yes. Uh, what do you think is the more popular story? Well, the more popular story is LeBron James.
1: Okay, that, then, that, that okay. that's the with bigger. Then I then I'm in, then I'm in complete agreement with you. Because the Heat are, were the bigger story all season, and you know what? I'm going to disagree with you on a point you made earlier. Okay. I don't feel bad for the Mavs winning this finals, as if to say, like, the Heat were the bigger story of who actually won. Yeah, but you listen to any sports talk, talk show
0: after they won the championship, and there was almost zero coverage of the Mavs. Zero. It was all about LeBron. It was. It's it a was. bigger
1: story. It's a bigger story. So that's I,
0: why I feel bad for the Mavs. Like, I'd like them to win a championship and have, like,
1: congratulations, Mavs, not, ooh, Miami Heat. I think it won't be that way. I, I honestly think when, when it goes down in the memories of history, I think the <sighs> Mavs will, will go down even bigger as the team that that foiled that Heat team that was supposed to be the perfect, the, the perfect disposition. I but, disagree with you. Well, then, we're just going to have to leave this impasse. When in Rome. Sir. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Ben. Okay. You are a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. You've watched LeBron James' his entire career, save for maybe this season. I watched him from, here, you know, from time to time. For sure. Explain this collapse to us.
0: I can't. I, can't. I mean, I, I've tried for the past, you know, what, five, six years to try and explain it. I thought he was close. I thought he was close uh, in that Eastern Conference Finals against uh, Detroit. I think it was in '06. It was either 05 or 06. the year they played the uh, the Spurs in the finals, and when he scored those, those 25 last points, '06.
1: Uh, well, that that was, that, I believe that was 05 in the Eastern, or excuse me, '07.
0: That's why, yeah, Conference. yeah, because like, yeah, I remember that because I was, uh, I was in Athens, mm-hmm. I was hanging, I was hanging out with my boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, I, I, and then just completely vanished in the finals, but I thought he was close. Like, I thought he could get us back there easily, and then the next couple seasons with, you know, 60-plus-win seasons and getting that number one overall seed, you know, it was uh, – it's, it's, it's so tough to explain. It's so hard to watch, too. Like, I don't feel bad for Miami Heat fans, obviously, but I, I, I certainly can understand if there's a fan who's like me – and watch that for the first time. Like That sucks. Like,
1: that, it just, uh, watch him just completely go away. Well, you know what? And the thing about that is that that's not what we want to see. As NBA fans, if you're a fan of basketball, you don't want LeBron James to waltz away in the finals. Yeah, especially since in pre- you know
0: previous parts of the, the playoffs, he was unstoppable. Exactly. He was a big part of the team.
1: He was a huge part of the team. You know, and, and citing his other playoff shortages, that, that is, you know, that's another point, too, is that he has had those great moments, and none bigger perhaps in 07, when he does go off for the last 29 points that Cleveland scored, something ridiculous. I remember watching that game and thinking, my God, this is, this is the kind of playoff dominance that we have not seen since Jordan. Right. And the fact that he's doing it to Detroit, no less, it, it, it just fits. And so you think this kid is, is is just destined. This is this is predestined. But I'm gonna say this about it, Ben. Okay. Because this this is I mean, this is honestly what I think. I'm I'm gonna get a little next level here. Oh, I like next level. I think what explains this is beyond the basketball court. And I think that's why it's inexplicable when we're just looking at it from a basketball point of view. But I honestly believe that and and I even kind of commented on this earlier on, on, on the old Facebook, but in moments of of that intense desperation, the do or die, the the win or go home moments in life, so to speak, that is when your character as a human being is the most exposed and tested And drawn out. And what have we really learned about LeBron James all throughout this past 365 days? Is that really, by and large, he is not someone with a lot of character. We saw it since the decision. And that whole production. That whole ridiculous ego trip. And just the way he kind of turned that way all season. And down to in the finals mocking Dirk Nowitzki with Dwayne Wade. And I'm, now I'm not giving way to pass on that either. We need to remember he was very much a part of that. But anyhow, we saw that LeBron James has a lack of character. LeBron James is more becoming about the idea of LeBron James than the basketball player. He wants to be great in the way that – he wants to be great at basketball in the way that I, – I, I think he just wants to be great at something. He he does not have that Michael Jordan Kobe Bryant kind of love adherence or or will to be the best basketball player. I think LeBron James wants greatness. I think he gets it through through basketball, but I don't think he like truly wants to be the greatest basketball player with that kind of true true love for the game. And my my, my point being is that when it came to be crunch time in the finals, we see him wilt away because there's there's nothing theres there's no heart there. LeBron James is, is is become more of the ego of LeBron James than the basketball player and it doesn't surprise me that when it's that moment in the game where it's time to look inside yourself and see what you're made of, he doesn't have anything to draw from. And, and, and I, I think it's, it's a simple explanation honestly his first year with a team and he got yes but don't give me that don't give me that how he goes he goes so hot and cold in in the finals he how are you how are you gonna light up game one and then look how he played in the last two games and and so and even so with how he played how are you going to give anybody a headline anywhere of you mocking Dirk Nowinski how are you not minding – how are you not dotting your I's and crossing your T's and not being any sort of distraction, especially when you are not playing that consistently? That's what I'm saying. You know, every player at any point in their career, can you can look at some point in maybe a playoff series where they didn't play the best every single game. But he doesn't help himself, and he certainly rather hurts himself if he's going to be – Doing that foolishness, true foolishness of giving ESPN a video clip to play 15 times a day. And out? He, yeah, exactly. You got you got to be kidding me. That's the difference. That is the difference. You can you can be a, a Paul Pierce smack talker, but he's not going to ever do it to the fact to, to to distract himself in the way that I think LeBron James does it. Yes, it's it's his first year with the new team, but clearly that team was very good. They went to the finals. You got to look specifically at those. Quarter three, quarter four performances—he's not there. He's invisible. He's he's passing the ball off when it's in the fourth quarter of Game Six. No, LeBron, we need that tenacity. He's jacking threes with with a few minutes to play, and they're they're down by you know two three possessions. We don't need you to jack threes, LeBron. That's th- that's not even what we need you to do in Cleveland. Drive the lane. Where is that killer instinct? Where is that? instinct to take over the game and he is the kind of player that he can do that it's not like we're asking a lesser player to make his mark on the finals where you know hey maybe jc kid will pop off for a certain amount of points and assists but maybe he won't lebron james is that player where he can where we've seen he can go i'm not losing this game but in the last few years we've just seen that drop off completely completely I think it matters. That that that's all I'm saying. It it matters. Character matters, and it translates onto the court. I
0: don't know. I, I could just see. I I could see Dirk being. I mean, Sean Marion's a jerk. He won a championship. You know. I guess he wasn't a superstar like. He's not a superstar like LeBron. I don't know. I could see Dirk being a jerk. I I, I guess. Dirk no,
1: Dirk, Dirk, yeah, but well, I'm talking about ego. I'm talking I didn't even about, try for that. Yeah, there you go, buddy. All I'm right. Talk, I'm talking about all those intangibles. Dirk doesn't even have an agent or, or a manager. He, he's he's the anti-LeBron.
0: You know who else Maybe. doesn't have an agent or a manager?
1: You. Bango. Ben Downey doesn't have an agent. Well, sports agents, if you're looking for a uh, – <laughs> 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 the uh, tail of the tape here. Though. I think I'm going to go
0: for supplemental draft. There you go. Yeah, That's I'm going to compete with Terrell Pryor.
1: But uh yeah, to to wrap up the NBA, um congratulations to the Dallas Mavs. Uh certainly they deserve it. Um what do you what do you think about Mark Cuban saying he's not actually going to get rings for
0: uh I think he has name? to get, you know, get something, get rings. I, I don't know. Like I feel like it's part of the you know, part of the a tradition like you get you win a championship you get a ring like where's your rings you know uh
1: yeah i uh, what's I, the difference
0: what's the difference between saturn and lebron saturn right. has rings gaboosh cool. cool. yeah uh so about that so there, there's a there was a obviously a great groundswell of, of reaction from cleveland yeah and, uh, there was an actual article of just lebron jokes like national lebron day where uh everyone gets to take off 12 minutes early Mm. Uh, LeBron James could be a, a two-sport athlete But he should probably uh, probably Consider hockey because they only play three periods Nice It uh, oh, was a bunch of them. It was It was so bad
1: I like the one, don't ask for LeBron for a dollar Because he can only give you three quarters Three quarters, yeah
0: <laughs> That's
1: a <good> one. I <laughs> like that one change, yeah. Speaking of, how about the uh, Miami Herald Printing off uh, congratulations Miami Heat uh, for, for that championship That they lost the previous night mm. How about that? Here's my question about the whole thing. About the whole thing. Even why if they won. That, why is that ready to print for Tuesday? <laughs> it's, even if they won, they had to play Game Seven. I don't. I guess. I guess uh, that's they just got some good cocaine down there. Still, I don't know. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. It is a hell of a drug. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you are right. At the end of the day, it's uh, it's year one with the team. It's year that's one. La- it's, it's lazy editing, is what it is. The editor was like,
0: "Up, oh, Miami in six. I'm going to go ahead and print out this championship stuff."
1: That is a lot of locked
0: <laughs> championship, championship. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, like I was saying, you are you are right, Ben. It is the uh, first year and with Miami, and uh, they they're, they'll make changes. I love I love how it's obligatory for every single time a a a team loses in the playoffs or rather right the finals, and they blow go, it up, blow, blow up it. the team. Oh, just just shut it down. <laughs> shut it's not up,
0: working. And they're already talking about trading one of the big three. Like, I bet if they get Dwight Howard in there, they're going to win a championship. Well, no, duh. Like,
1: <laughs> that's well, great I, reporting. I just love that you come within two games of winning the title, and yeah, oh, we better, we better, we better switch this up. Uh, and it's funny because human beings, we never learn things. It's like the Mavericks are the team that just won the finals, and we're talking about. Splitting up the heat, the yeah. Mavericks who have had the same core, and you know the same superstar, and stuck with it, and it's a it's a testament to sticking with your guns. And well,
0: I mean, only he he and Terry were the only two left on that roster. Yeah, I mean the 06 from the 06 team that went to the finals,
1: right? But I mean they've had uh, many pieces from that team the last few years when they were making first round exits. I mean Tyson Chandler is a big change, but yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Sean Marion,
0: Jason Kidd.
1: Sean Marion is more of a role player at this point. What about point. that little guy? Yeah, I mean, Berea is uh he stepped up big time and also that's a name we haven't mentioned yet. Uh absolutely. He had an he had an excellent finals, excellent playoffs. He's a, just a a great player, but um and by the way, one thing before we leave LeBron uh his comments after the game. Um, if 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 you have if you haven't heard him yet, uh this this is LeBron James after Game Six after losing uh, the finals and this is his, this is his uh, answer for what do you do what basically what do you say to all the uh, scrutiny?
0: Absolutely not. Because at the end of the day, um, all the people that was rooting on me to fail, um, you know, at the end of the day, they got to wake up tomorrow, have the same life that they had um, before they woke up today. You know, they got the same personal problems that they had today. You know, and I'm going to continue to live the way I want to live and continue to do the things that I want to do. You know, they can get a few days or a few months or whatever the case may be on uh, being happy about um, not only myself um, but the Miami Heat not accomplishing their goal. But, you know, they got to get back to the real world at
1: some point. I heard I, I heard him say this. I'm watching the game with uh, Dad and Ginger. While I'm watching this, and, and I hear him say that, and I turn to them and I go, that's the problem with him. You know, of course he comes out and says the next day, oh, I was misinterpreted or this is the kind of thing I meant. Look, we, I think, I think we, we now know the dude enough that he said exactly what he meant. He said exactly what he meant. And look, sure, he may have been completely frustrated that he just lost the finals. I, 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 don't, I don't know that kind of dejection. OK, so who's the you're a winner. <laughs> yeah, I, I've never lost the finals. Okay? <laughs> but, you know, who's to say that the guy should not be blowing a gasket with, with that kind of uh, that kind of letdown. But you read into the lines and, and, you know, it's the classic case of not so much what you said, but how you said it and what he chooses to say. I don't think it's unfair to take at least that sound bit apart and and. Look at that as as a moment of ego, a moment of low character. You know, I it, mean,
0: you could take your pick throughout the season, really.
1: I mean, exactly, and and I and I don't want to hear, oh, he's just going to get scrutinized for whatever he does. No, there is legitimate stuff that you can take away from his sound bites, from the things in the way that he says them, the things he says in the way that he says them. It's very telling. Those those subconscious cues are very telling. And uh, I love how the media that has just scrutin- that has just picked him apart all season is now flipping it conveniently to now say, well, we just pick him apart. The same media that said Dirk Nowitzki was so soft and is now talking about what a champion he is. The same media that is just trying to force the Miami Heat down their throat, but the second that they don't win a championship, they want to talk about disbanding the team. The media is my villain of the week because I'm just so tired of all the flip-flopping. And you can look at a certain sports uh, broadcasting channel specifically that's uh, represented by four letters that does it the worst more than anybody.
0: The Heat Index.
1: Yeah. Cool. That's a page what on the SPN. Yes, it is. Oh, why'd you say it out loud? They're going to know. They're going oh. to shut it down. I hope they listen to this. I hope they listen to this. That would be great. Hey, sure. Give us a job. We'll stop bashing them. <laughs> like how that works? We will
0: sell right out. We will sell right out. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say they're not gonna
1: call anytime soon. Well, that's their loss. But uh, let's let's just let's just get right to it. I gave you so that's my villain of the week. The uh, the media, Ben. What's your what's your villain? Uh, I think I said this
0: before, but you know it still goes on. So the NFL lockout, I'm tired of it. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Still going on. It's still the villain. Uh, Hero. My hero
0: is going to be Roy McIlroy, who won the U.S. Open yesterday, uh, 16 under par, which is traditionally for the U.S. Open is really, really, really low, and that is a really impressive score. He led, he led wire to wire, really great, uh, really great performance by Roy McIlroy. He is my hero.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's a great story considering his breakdown in the uh, Masters, right? A few months ago. That's right. Great. Uh, the the theme of the show is persistence. You got it. You got to. You gotta. Well, look who just came on the Skype. Who I I just signed on the Skype.
0: But he's gonna be. He's gonna be.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's
0: gonna be out of tune, Ike.
1: <laughs> I just find it funny. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it, persistence. Kids stick
0: stick for your dreams. He's also like he's very young, so there's already already comparisons to you know young Tiger Woods, and I think that's unfair <laughs> to him. Like, don't do that. Let's let let, let, just, let him play. Let him play. Yeah. Let's let's hold off on that. He's one one.
1: Uh, my my hero of the week. Yeah. Ben Downey.
0: Yeah. It's
1: ben Downey, That's who that is.
0: It's for wearing these red Adidas pants
1: shorts, right? Love those red Adidas pants shorts. <laughs> Short. <laughs> uh, I already I already gave my game pants. ball. Short, okay. It's it's the pleats of the pants. Uh, the game ball, Jason Terry, former Hawk, doing work in the finals uh, to win it to lead us to help guide his team to a championship. Uh, congrats again, JT, and uh, your game ball, Ben. Uh,
0: Clint Dempsey and Jermaine Jones for, or actually, Jermaine Jones is a midfielder, but Clint Dempsey is a striker for the U.S. team as they beat Jamaica in the quarterfinals. They'll face Panama in the semifinals on Wednesday.
1: That is great, but uh, it's kind of it's kind of bad times for the uh, national team after that embarrassment against Spain that I actually sat through. And um, it's a friendly, though. Yeah, but for nothing. Come on, now. We were we were entirely outclassed. A team that we beat last year. Come on. You you, you know my you get my point. It's the same players. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and they uh, didn't win the group stage in the Gold Cup. But yeah, great win. We'll see where it goes. Uh, I am going to let's do some benchings. I am going to bench. Now we have reached the point in the summer that we only have baseball.
0: WNBA Women's World Cup. Follow it. Nothing. All right. Uh, NASCAR's yeah. cool. <laughs>
1: so, like I'm saying, I'm benching the summer. <laughs> and what's your benching, Ben? Not the summer. I love baseball. I'm
0: benching uh, Terrell Pryor for his just almost inexcusable. A shout out to Jim Trestle for you know his, you know losing his job. It's, come on. Just that that is the most ill thought out apology I've ever heard. A shout out for a guy that. Lost his job. Now, I will say it was not just Terrell Pryor. Uh, there was a lot of other guys, too. So he shouldn't take complete blame of this, but he's obviously going to be the figurehead for this whole thing.
1: If you want to apologize to Terrell Pryor, or excuse me, if you Jim, want to apologize to Jim Trestle, I, you need to call a press conference to only do that. Because, and wear
0: a suit. Wear suit.
1: Yeah, for crying out loud. You are instrumental in one of the biggest reasons that Ohio State no longer has one of its most successful coaches in their history. And,
0: and a very rocky future ahead.
1: Absolutely. And look, that's that's the bad I – mean, not to say Jim Trestle is inexcusable here because he acted a fool, and that's why he is without a job. But if you really want to make that apology right – you know, you you need to set up a, con- a press conference where specifically just to apologize to to Jim Trestle and, and, and the Buckeye Nation. But uh, as as it's been said in, in a pop song, it's it's too late to apologize. It's too, <laughs> too late. late. <laughs> uh, 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 what what is by the way, real quick before we sign off, what is the uh, Buckeye's disposition? What is the Buckeye Nation disposition towards Swirl Pryor? Uh, do you, do you accept the apology? No.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, 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 at, at this point, there's no apology, you know, for me uh, that would that would suffice for what has gone on and what and what will happen to the to the Ohio State Buckeye, you know, football program for years to come. Uh, but again, I'll say it's not just Terrell Pryor. There were, I mean, there were four other people that were suspended for doing the exact same thing. Now did. They didn't have the cars and the and the stealing stuff out of the... Uh, I guess they, they probably did steal stuff out of the equipment room, too. Who's guarding these equipment rooms, by the way? You're like, oh, yeah, that's his. He could take it. <laughs> Go ahead. That's what fine. Is,
1: how many years until Ohio State's in a BCS game? Uh, next year. <laughs> Championship. They're uh down, not out, is the Buckeye name.
0: I name. I, I think you'd have to be a fool if you said anything less than five. I, so I,
1: recovery.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, I think we're going to be hurting for a while.
1: I think you have to find a good coach and have to find him fast.
0: Well, we already said this year we're going with this guy, this new guy, who apparently had no idea about this stuff, even though he's been the offensive coordinator for years. Like, I don't even know why he addressed it in his press conference. Like, just shh, shh let's next question
1: next. I don't like that, that one. That that should work out just fine. Do you have a minute that you would like to? Uh, I do have a minute. Well, you know what? I, I think I've I think I've talked. To, I think I'm I'm going to say that my LeBron James spell out was my minute, and then you don't them, have so. a minute. Well, that's kind of my thesis that I owned onto for for the show that I had pre-planned, and uh, I could I could add another minute, but I think people are tired of the sound of my voice. So I want to hear your minute, and then we're going to sign off, Ben. My minute
0: is on Cleveland's response to the Mavericks winning the championship, uh, almost dwelling on the fact that LeBron James did not win a championship. People in Cleveland, let's let's move on. Let's get over it. Let's not put up banners on interstates that say congratulations Mavericks. Let's not make t-shirts that say the Cleveland Mavaliers. Let's let's stick by our team. Let's not just, you know, dwell on this. It seems like we have this this culture of dwelling on how you know how much we lose, and let's let's move past that. Yeah, let's do that. I agree. And uh, I, I have one more. I have one more. Oh, so point. sorry. A uh, uh, special shout out to Dustin Hess.
1: Go. Love it. What's up, Dustin? Hope you're listening. Hope you're well. Um, I I agree, but I, I think I think Cavs fans can have their moments in the sun. That was really close. <laughs> the Heat getting into the finals, even winning Game One. I think we were all hoping the Mavs would. I mean, me as a totally impartial fan was wanting the Mavs, and so I think, I think Cleveland can, I mean, they, they overreacted when he left, so they're gonna overreact when he loses. But, I think for next year, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's start to, let's start to heal. I think this year it was too fresh, but I do agree. I think, I think a progressive spirit is what we need. And, uh, a consistent spirit is what this show needs. We will, uh, we should be settling into more of a groove. We uh we, we miss you and we're so sorry we can't be getting you all of the sports news all the time, all the time. There it is. Uh, so but uh, we will do our darndest to be back next week and have a whole new installment for you. And uh, till then, for Ben, I am Adam. See you later on the Sports Chop Show.